0: The Sissy's Mentor for Higher Learning For Mature Audiences Only All Characters Are Above the Legal Age Tracy crept into his apartment. Molly had put him into a ridiculously short schoolgirl skirt and made him walk back from class in it. It was probably better than wearing a cum-stained pair of white short shorts across campus, but not by much. The last thing he needed now was for Rachel, or God forbid any of our friends, to see him like this. He dropped his books in the living room in his rush to escape detection. and was only steps from his bedroom, but his carelessness was his undoing. Tracy groaned as the door to Rachel's bedroom opened. He heard her shouting, What's with all the noise out there? As she turned around and approached him where he stood, paralyzed out in the hallway. Without even looking at him, she called out, So how did class go today? How many guys whistled at your smooth, sexy legs? Uh... It was fine, stammered Tracy, trying to make a hasty escape into his room. Unfortunately for him, he was too late. Oh my goodness, that skirt is simply adorable, teased Rachel. Give me a twirl. I just want a change, said Tracy. I said, give me a twirl, ordered Rachel, crossing her arms impatiently. Fine, said Tracy, as he slowly turned from Rachel's amusement. Oh, that is precious, said Rachel. Can I change now, asked Tracy? Yeah, keep the skirt on, but you need stockings, heels, a bra, and a more appropriate top, demanded Rachel. When you're done with that, put on some makeup and maybe your fancier wig, then come out to the living room. We need to talk. Whatever, said Tracy, fuming as he entered his room, and slammed the door. You're adorable when you pout, called out Rachel after him. Tracy sat on the bed, furious as he pulled on his pantyhose over a fresh new pair of bikini-style panties. He stepped into those ridiculous pumps and put on a padded bra with a slinky, satiny, red top. Once he was dressed, it was time to put on his makeup. He'd been practicing hard at Paige's insistence, but he still had a long way to go before he was proficient. An hour later, Tracy emerged from his bedroom, looking very much like a typical female student, ready to go out for a special date. Maybe her hair was a little bit too fancy, and her makeup a little too heavy, but she definitely looked feminine. Sit down, said Rachel, appreciatively taking in her sissy. What is it? asked Tracy. Excuse me, snapped Rachel. What is it, mistress? repeated Tracy, more subservently. Your attitude sucks, and I won't put up with it any more," explained Rachel. She was patient and confident. There was no hint of anger in her voice, only pure authority. I'm doing everything you ask, replied Tracy. That's the problem, said Rachel. Mistresses don't ask. They tell. But you seem to think you're the one in charge. I'm sorry if you don't like, said Rachel. You don't have a choice. In a couple months, I'll be graduated, and you won't have to worry about it. That can't come fast enough for me as far as I'm concerned, said Tracy. Oh. Please, you'd have been spending the whole summer going between beating off to my picture and playing video games. Tell me how this isn't an improvement, asked Rachel. Look at me, barked Tracy. Do you think I want to wear this crap? You've gone to your first college party where you had somebody hitting on you. Yeah, that somebody tried to drug me. I don't mean that asshole, roid head. I mean Molly, said Rachel. Who do you think gave me the skirt? I had hoped maybe you'd had a chance to do a little shopping, joked Rachel. It's not funny, spat Tracy. You're right, it's not funny. It's freaking hilarious. Anyway, Molly's totally digging this, said Rachel. Even if you're pissed at me, don't blow it with her. She just likes humiliating me, said Tracy. That's not all she likes. She said seeing you dressed up, even a little bit, drives her wild. I don't see how that does me any good. Well, then you're dumber than I thought. A Buzzer interrupted the heated conversation. Rachel got up and answered the door. I believe that's Paige with your punishment, smirked Rachel. It's severely overdue. Hello, my girl, said Paige as she entered the room. She had a bag with her that Tracy immediately surmised was not good. Hey, Paige, said Rachel, hugging her friend. Hi, P- Mistress Paige, said Tracy, in his most submissive voice. I see her tone changes when you come in, said Rachel. At first, sissies are always rebellious, I promise you. We'll have her in shape before you know it, promised Page. I hope so, said Rachel. Grab her. We need to get her restrained for what I have planned, said Paige. Gladly, replied Rachel, advancing on her sissy. She grabbed him by both of his wrists and bent both of his arms up back behind his back, rendering him helpless. As the girls laughed at Tracy, Rachel marched him over to Paige. Don't struggle, or I'll have to make this much tighter, warned Paige, as she pulled a length of pink rope from her bag. The ends had black over the ends, and Tracy decided that this rope must be especially for tying people up. He received confirmation when Paige began to wrap it around his wrists. It was much softer than any rope he'd felt before, but the way Paige tied it made his bindings quite secure. Is it cutting off your circulation? asked Rachel. No, replied Tracy glumly. No what? demanded Paige. No, 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 mistress, he hurriedly said. See what I have to deal with, sighed Rachel theatrically. That's just going to add to your punishment, girl, growled Paige. With his wrists tied behind his back, Tracy was utterly defeated. However many times they'd humiliated him, he always felt he had some bit of freedom, but now he felt thoroughly emasculated. Paige hummed softly to herself as she began snaking the rope around his arms to hold them in place. He felt helpless in this position, but Paige was still not finished securing him. She forced him into a kneeling position and bound his ankles together and then tied his legs together just above the knees. She then roped his thighs to his chest, leaving him in a balled-up position. Comfy, teased Rachel. No, said Tracy. Is that defiance, asked Paige. No, I'm really not comfortable, said Tracy. I tried to answer honestly. Rachel shrugged and looked to her friend, who was reaching back into her bag. Do you know what this is? asked Paige, holding up a black rubber dick attached to a number of black leather straps. Is that a strap-on? said Tracy, alarmed. No, this is a penis gag, replied Paige. It will keep you from complaining too much, and it'll be awfully cute with that outfit. So open wide. Tracy held his mouth closed. Dressing up as a girl was one thing. But he sure didn't want a caulk in his mouth, not even a rubber one. Page pushed it into his lipstick mouth, but his teeth remained closed. Why do you have to make everything so difficult, sighed Rachel, reaching under his skirt and giving his balls a hard squeeze until his mouth flew open. This let Paige shove the gag into his mouth. She quickly strapped it in place. Across the room, Tracy could see himself in the mirror, and he felt a strong sense of shame. Next, Rachel shoved a pair of airpods into Tracy's ears. Soon he could barely make out what his captors were saying, as his hearing was assaulted by a steady stream of girly pop music that he doubted either Paige or Rachel would be caught dead listening to. A blindfold plunged Tracy into complete darkness and, by holding them in place tightly, assured that he would not be able to remove the airpods on his own. Finally, with all his vision and hearing blocked, he felt somebody reach under his bra and attach some kind of clips to his nipples. That hurt! Three more clips were attached to his scrotum. At that point, the pain was intense. Tracy screamed into the penis gag, but his futile yelling only made the girls laugh at him. His lack of sensory input made him even more keenly aware of how much the excruciating clips in a scrotum and nipples hurt. The pain throbbed. Frantic, he struggled against his bonds, but it was of no use. If anything, his struggles made his bindings even tighter. Clearly, Paige knew how to tie a guy up so that he couldn't get out until she was ready to let him out. He lost track of the time. His muscles began to cramp up and ache from the awkward position he was bound in. That and the burning pain from the clamps made each second feel like an hour. He couldn't tell if he'd been in this torturous predicament for five minutes or an hour, He tried in vain to cry out, but his gag made everything he said unintelligible. Drool was beginning to trickle out the sides of his mouth and down his face. Compared to the clamps and cramps, that mattered little to him. Without warning, the clip on his left nipple was ripped off. He gasped despite the gag and shuddered within the ropes that were entrapping him. He could hardly believe it but the clip was more painful coming off than it was going on. He screamed into his dildo gag and vainly tried to get away. By the time the last clip was pulled off, Tracy was sweating profusely, and tears like rivers were rolling down his cheeks. The blindfold was removed from his face. At first the room light seemed as blinding as the pain still throbbing from his sensitive skin. Then as his eyes adjusted to the light again, he saw standing in front of him not Paige or Rachel, but Molly. She had a Cheshire cat grin on her face as she looked down on her classmate in his humiliating situation. Well, this is fun, said Molly. A uh, dim muttered Tracy. The gag didn't completely quiet it down, But with the fake penis pressing his tongue down, he was nearly unintelligible. Luckily for him, Molly could guess his meaning from the context. Untie you, she asked. Tracy looked up at Molly with puppy dog eyes and nodded his head vigorously. Well, maybe I can get that gag out. But you had better get used to having a dick in your mouth, sissy, suggested Molly, unbuckling the gag and pulling it out of his mouth. Tracy stretched his mouth gingerly, trying to get feeling back in his jaw. "'Thank you, Molly,' said Tracy. "'We're going to have so much fun,' said Molly. "'I never knew I was a sadist until you came around, you know that?' "'You're a sadist?' asked Tracy. "'Well, I love seeing you suffering like this, so I guess I must be,' admitted Molly.' Where did Paige and Rachel go? asked Tracy. They thought I'd like some alone time with you, so they invited me over to babysit for you while they were out, replied Molly. Are you going to untie me? asked Tracy. No, I don't think so, replied Molly. Not yet, anyway. Tracy attempted to get loose of his bonds again, but he was still held tightly. Are you constipated or something? asked Molly. I'm trying to get loose since you won't help me, snapped Tracy. I don't think you're going to get free. They tied you good and tight, said Molly. Actually, I'll make it a little better for you. Molly untied the rope connecting Tracy's chest to his thighs so that he could at least kneel upright. I don't suppose you can continue, asked Tracy. "'That suits my purpose,' said Molly. "'What purpose is that?' asked Tracy. "'Have you ever gone on a date with a girl, Tracy?' "'I've gone on a few, but not many,' admitted Tracy. "'How far did you get?' "'What do you even mean?' asked Tracy. "'Did you score? Did the date have a happy ending?' asked Molly in a sing-song voice.' I got a couple of goodnight kisses, but that was it, replied Tracy. That's kind of sad, said Molly. You're telling me, replied Tracy, it's not for lack of trying. Okay, so I assume you do know your way around a woman's body, asked Rachel. And how would I know that? Exactly, replied Molly, taking off her t-shirt and undoing her bra. She wasn't a large-breasted girl, but she had solid B-cup breasts, and more importantly, she was an actual topless woman. As a bottle-fed baby, Tracy hadn't been this close to a woman's bosoms ever before, and their milky white perfection made him stir painfully inside his cock cage. Molly laughed at the way that Tracy was transfixed on her body. I want you to suck my breasts. You shouldn't need your hands for that. Her breathing was already getting a little louder and faster, and he could feel the weight of her heaving breasts on his face as she leaned over him, pressing him down to his haunches. Tracy left a trail of kisses as far as he could reach. From her neck to one of her boobs, licking and nipping all around her naked skin playfully. Mm, She moaned in pleasure that made Tracy beam with pride. He never thought he would get this close to a woman's bare breasts, and Molly's were amazing, just like everything else about her body. She threw one arm over her head and arched her back slightly. She wanted more and moaned loudly in her lust. Tracy licked the skin under her breasts, just at the line where they started, playing with them, teasing them with his tongue, and playfully nibbling on them. Then he let go, letting them fall, and he kissed the skin between them. As he pulled back, he admired how hard and flushed her nipples were. He had no idea they did that. Is that normal? He asked her. Do you think it's weird? She asked, amused at his question. Are you kidding? No, I love it. They're beautiful. He continued to suck on her breasts, paying special attention to her nipples, growing hard but still feeling tender between his eager lips. Although a total novice, he prided himself at being a quick learner and so he learned by doing and by closely observing her reactions almost like a scientist analyzing her responses she let out a cute moan and he felt so turned on to be giving her pleasure but he wanted to be patient with her get that mouth to work sissy demanded molly Yes, Mistress Molly, replied Tracy, almost automatically, as if by instinct. She was rubbing her own breasts while Tracy licked and sucked. You know there are other places to lick and suck, said Molly, as she stepped out of her shorts and underwear. He knew how sensitive she was, and he wanted to see if he could make her come just through stimulating her breasts. That would be the ultimate triumph for a nerd like him. But it was not going to be as she shoved his face between her legs. Oh, wow! gasped Tracy. Lick me, Tracy, she said. He obeyed, letting his tongue run hungrily up her moistened slit. The taste of her sweet cunt overwhelmed him, intoxicating him to the point that he didn't mind the pain of the ropes rubbing against his wrists and ankles. You're such a good girl, said Molly. I can't wait to get a strap on for you to suck. You'd take my cock for me, wouldn't you? Tracy nodded, looking up at Molly's bouncing breasts as he continued to lick her. After a few minutes of riding his face, She got off screaming and moaning as multiple orgasms rolled through her body like sensuous thunderstorms. When she gasped, oh my god, that was the best sex I ever had, he wanted to beg her to get back on top of him. His pleasure turned to frustration. However, as he realized that she'd never be able to reciprocate with him locked in that ridiculous cock cage. Oh, I bet you'd like to get out of that cock cage right about now,' said Molly, as if reading his mind.'